welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. This is episode 76, and as always, we will start with our Song of the Week section. Maddie, over to you. Alrighty, so we're going to start off um, this episode uh, with the song called Roses by the band Camino. So, I have talked about them at length. Yes, in we both have. previous <laughs> episodes of the podcast. Um, but this song, Roses, is um, the latest release and I absolutely love it. It's super, super, super bouncy, super fun. Um, the Basically, the gist of the song is like, you know, we've sort of, we're at this place at the moment where everything's like, why is it really, really cool to be sad? Like, everything's a little bit depressing and like, we need to just like stop and smell the roses, like mm. have a little bit of joy and positivity in our lives and it's super fun and I really, really like it. It's such a fun song yeah like i think this is like the first song they've released in a while like they had a bit of a break from their last album and i think like a few changes in their lineup as well and so the fact that this was like their sort of like first song sort of coming off all of that i think is a really good way to sort of get back into it because like it's so positive it's so fun like the instrumentation is really really cool but yeah like maddie said like the the lyrics are really really fun and the chorus is so easy to sing along it's to. so yeah it's so singable and like super like the the piano part mm. that like goes along through the middle is like super like punchy and bouncy and it just like uplifts like the whole song and it For just sure. gives it this whole sort of like new outlook i think if that piano part in there it would be like a very very different yeah sounding song it's Agreed. really awesome um, but yeah, that's my song of the week. It's Roses by the band Camino. Vivian, what's your song of the week this week? So a little bit different, not as so much as positive, but yeah. <laughs> my song of the week this week is Cellophane Brain by Middle Kids. So this is their latest song. I think it's coming off their next album, which is supposed to come out next month, I believe. Um, and it's it's a really interesting song. I'm I'm I've been a fan of Middle Kids for a while now. Like I mainly got into them last year, like, fully diving into their discography, and I think they're a really interesting Australian band, and I feel like they have some, like, really big things happening for them. And this song in particular, what I really like about it, it's sort of a different sort of path for them, I would say. Like, a lot of their song, a lot of their music is really sort of uplifting, really, really fun sort of indie rock, whereas... This sort of is sort of the other side of it where it's talking more about mental health and how to sort of deal with that. And the lyrics are a really interesting metaphor for that, I think. And as well as that, the, the instrumentation is really cool. There's this really cool guitar sort of riff that comes in at the end of the verse and towards the end of the song it sort of builds to like a climax which I think it sounds awesome it's a little bit it kind of may sound like it's off-putting at first but I think it yeah. works really well I really enjoyed it like I haven't really listened to um any middle kids music I've been meaning to for a while because I know they're super popular in Australia mm. um but yeah I was pleasantly surprised by the song I really enjoyed it and um I think if the rest of their music is anything to go by I think I'd probably enjoy the rest of their yeah i feel like they're definitely a band that you would like like yeah. especially their a lot of their like really popular stuff is really fun like i saw them a couple of years ago at laneway and they were the most popular act there like yeah. they're so popular here and i think that also sort of comes through in their live shows they really bring a lot of energy which i think is really hard to do like as a band yeah, to definitely to bring that but yeah this is a really really cool song i'm interested to hear 
their album coming out next month. But yeah, this is my song of the week, Cellophane Brain by Middle Kids. Now we will take a break from our songs and we will go into our what's trending section, which is sort of a new way of us talking about the news or something that's viral, just in like a more conversational way. So I'll kick us off with a topic, yeah, um, which I'm really excited to talk about. <laughs> Absolutely jumping out of your skin there. Yes. Yeah, so it is Taylor Swift's re-recording. So as we all know, like Taylor Swift has, this is a story we've been following yeah, for, for a while, a while now, but She's been talking about re-recording all of her previous albums, and we just got our first taste. So, I'm going to read an article that sort of sums everything up by Enemy, written by Andrew Trendell. So, Taylor Swift shares the Taylor version of a love story ahead of re-recorded album Fearless. Taylor Swift has released the new Taylor version of her classic 2008 single Love Story ahead of her fully re-recorded album Fearless, featuring six previously unreleased songs. Love Story, Taylor's version, comes in time for Valentine's Day weekend and was first teased through a snippet being used on an advert for the dating website Match made by Ryan Reynolds. The new version, which stays faithful to the original, has arrived with a lyric video featuring photos and footage from the fearless era of her career. The singer-songwriter had previously teased a special announcement and confirmed the first batch of music to come after she previously revealed plans to re-record songs from her first six records. This move sees Swift taking control of her music once again after music manager Scooter Braun and his media holding company Ithaca Holdings LLC acquired Swift's old label, Big Machine Label Group, back in June 2019. The story hit the headlines again back in November after Swift confirmed that ownership of her back catalogue had changed hands again for the second time within two years. The full Taylor's version of her second album, Fearless, will be released later this year and will feature 26 tracks in total, including six previously unreleased songs from The Vault that were written during the era when Swift was aged between 16 to 18 years old. Eagle-eyed fans have spotted that a statement from Swift features capital letters that spell April 9th, leading many to believe that this is the release date of the new record. So exciting. Very exciting. As you guys know, I love Taylor Swift. Big fan. Recent, recent. (laughs) convert (laughs) (laughs) so i'm really really excited for this and yeah like i think when that ad came out for that dating site we did talk about this story and that little snippet of the song and obviously that wasn't enough to go on to sort of see like what the song was like but it's very faithful to the original yeah not a lot has changed which which i think is a good thing the only thing i think that's sort of the big change is obviously she's a lot more mature now but her country twang has gone as well. Yeah, it's which is disappeared. It's, which I think is interesting because, you know, obviously country is her roots. That's where she came from. And now she's gone in so many different directions. Yeah, I think, though, if, like, in the same vein, if she were to, like, bung it on, kind of, like, the accent, it would be a little bit, yeah, like, it wouldn't... cheesy. And, mm. it, yeah, I don't think it would have worked. But she's done a really good job of this re-record. Like, I really... I wasn't aware that she was going to be releasing new songs that she yeah. written ages ago. That's really cool. I'm, yeah, interested to see what they're like. 26 songs. Like, that's a lot. That's a hefty amount. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really excited. Like, this is going to be, especially, like, you know, six albums. That's a lot to re-record. Oh, yeah. Oh, my um, God. And I just think it shows her, like, dedication to her art and yeah. to her craft. Like, the fact that she wants to do this and... Whether or not it's going to be any different than what we're used to from when it first came out 
is remains to be seen. Yeah. But either way, I think this is so, so cool. I'm so excited. If it does come out April 9th, that is very, very soon. Yeah. It's, you know, less than two months away. So obviously we'll talk about it when, when that happens. When that happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep you all updated. Um, we do have another story, though, um, before we conclude this what's trending segment yes we do want to quickly talk about the um new friday remix by mm. rebecca black yeah which was released for the what 10th anniversary i think so yeah of friday coming out and boy it, it's <laughs> um <laughs> there are it's no a words lot. um it's it's a weird thing because you know obviously friday it's... first of all it's nothing like the original no absolutely nothing no like it and obviously Friday is a bit of a meme now. People took it too far, but like I feel like people look back on that now and you know laugh about it in a yeah. good way. Yeah. Whereas this remix, it's this weird like it's I feel like it's trying to be Charlie XCX, but yeah. not it does not even come close. But also to I'm like is it meant to be a joke? I don't know. Like is it supposed to be so ridiculous that it's not good? Yeah, like, I just I don't I don't understand what the what what the motivation or the like what the end goal was mm. with how the song has turned out because it's this really really like overproduced super like hyper pop like amalgamation of a million different things at once and it's just all over the place and I don't know what to listen to. Yeah, like and then the probably the wor- one of the worst things about it is <laughs> one of the because there's a few bad parts about it. There's a few is the <laughs> completely unnecessary weird throw-in of 303. If you don't know who that is, that's because they are a band that is stuck in the 2000s yeah, and the early literally, 2010s. Literally, like I just every time I think of them, I think of like 2008. Yeah, like, I don't think of any other because it's it's. 303, Big Freedia, and Dorian Electra also feature on the track. If you know who they are, hit us up, because I've never heard of no. them before. No, um, But yeah, it's... Just listen to it, and you'll understand why we don't have any words. Like, it's so all over the place. But the thing I also don't get is, like, it's very well-received. But again, I don't know if it's well-received in the sense that people think this is a good song or if it's well-received in the sense that it's a joke, it's a meme, people are laughing about it. Yeah, that's the thing. I just... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where the the line is between, like, it's just being a good song and being ironic. Yeah. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, listen to it. Let Let us us know. know. (laughs) Because it's a mess. Um, So we'll leave... We'll leave that in the past now. Mm. We'll move forward through to our Under a Rock segment, and I'll start with mine. Um, So my song that I've chosen to talk about this week is called Close to You by Dayglow. Uh, So Dayglow is just a single um, uh, solo artist, but he goes under the name of Dayglow, and he's 21 from Texas in the US. Um, And this song is really interesting. Um, It's sort of got this, like, 80s like dance pop kind of vibe mm. to it um but like with sort of like a little bit of a modern flair like the the vocal tone and like the way that um he sort of sings is very much sort of like reflective of what 
like an indie pop singer now would sort of sound like, but it's got this like 80s backing Mm. to it, which is a weird sort of like juxtaposition there. Big word for you. Oh, good word. Um, (laughs) Without the dictionary for that one. Um, But yeah, like it's really interesting. It's sort of like you kind of like want to dance to it, but there's also this weird like sort of, it's not really, really high energy and no like overly like positive and like bubbly but it's still got this like dance feel underneath Mm. which is really interesting it's cool um and yeah i just i just like it i don't know why yeah it's a it's a fun song and i really like the it's like I feel like it's there's a, like a playful sense about it, but yeah. like you said, not in this really like it's obvious... It's not too overstated. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting, the the voice, like his, the singer, I think he reminds me a lot of Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. Like it's that sort of very similar like toned down, like blasé kind of like tone that he has, but then there's like this really cute little sample that's yeah. <laughs> thrown in in the chorus that's like this really like high-pitched little yeah, like, breathy thing yeah. which i thought was really cool it's yeah it is really cool um i'm, I'm a big fan of it um i'd be interested to see because this is like his most recent single and then he released an um an album i think last year or the year before mm. um and that's like his entire sort of discography it's called fuzzy brain yeah if you want to have a listen um, but yeah, I'd be interested to see what the rest of his songs sound like because mm. I quite enjoyed listening to this track. Me so, too. Yeah, it's "Close to You" by Dayglow. Uh, Vivian, what's your under a rock this week? So my under a rock this week is "Immune" by Jensen McRae. So I'm going to give you guys a bit of context because yeah. it's <laughs> funny and it I, needs some backstory. This one it does. So um, personally, I came across Jensen McRae. Last year, um, I watched Angie McMahon's um, virtual online concert that she did, and Jensen McRae was the opener, and that was the first time I heard of her, heard of her music, and I was a big fan. Uh, I didn't do, like, a proper deep dive after that, though. Um, But then she came across sort of, like, my... um, She came across, like, on social media recently, and I was like, okay, this is really interesting. So she tweeted something yep. that went viral. And I'll read, you, I'll read you the tweet. So she said, in 2023, Phoebe Bridges is going to drop her third album and the opening track will be about hooking up in the car while waiting in line to get vaccinated at Dodger Stadium and it's going to make me cry. So <laughs> it's so good. So good. So great. And that tweet went viral. Like Phoebe Bridges even saw it herself, retweeted it. And then to follow that up, Jensen McRae released, like, this clip of what she thinks the song would sound like. Yeah. And then now she's released the full studio version. Full studio version. <laughs> Just for our listening pleasure. Yes, which is now what, is, what Immune is. And I, you know, I sort of went into it. The first time I listened to it, I, you know, sort of came into it thinking this is going to be funny. Like, yeah. sort of going off that tweet. But it is actually... A fantastic song. It's amazing. I was so blown away. Incredible. From all points of, like, you know, from the songwriting, which is, like, A, like, to a stand. A plus. Yeah. Yeah. To the really, like, interesting instrumentation. It's, like, mainly backed by an acoustic guitar, but then there's, like, these really, like, slow strings that come in and, like, this really, like, sort of pulsating but slow percussion. And I was like, this is incredible. Like... So good. And and there's so much like power behind her words and yeah. 
like in her in her voice as well when she's singing the chorus like it's really quite devastating in a way and I'm like yeah what is this like how did we get to this point <laughs> but it's amazing it's so good like even just the melody in itself yeah. is just so beautiful and so nice yeah and then it's got these like poetic lyrics about waiting in line yeah. and like what are we gonna say like when the needle goes in and yeah. like all of this like beautifully put <laughs> like lyrics about just the most menial things and it's like how can you make something so odd and so memeable like a beautiful song is incredible i'm obsessed yeah and there's like obviously like that's just shows how like good of a songwriter she is because she's managed to take this tweet this one little tweet and And fully realize it yeah (laughs) and that's so incredible to me and i really hope that like from this because i i did do like a deep dive into her into her other music and she is a really incredible songwriter so please like if you listen to this song, please listen to her other I'm stuff. I'm definitely going to because this song's great. she, I feel like, is such an underrated artist, and I'm really excited to see where she goes from here. But that is my under a rock this week, "Immune" by Jensen McRae. Now we will go into "Caught My Ear," and I'll kick us off. So my song is "All My Favorite Songs" by Weezer. I know Weezer. What? It's 2021, and we're talking about Weezer. I know. It's like we've <laughs> transported back like 10 years. Oh, so a bit of like my sort of history with me with Weezer. I actually their album, the Blue album, was like an album I listened to on repeat. Came out all the way back in the nineties, but it was some of the one of the main albums that got me into playing the guitar. Which I know sounds weird, but if you know the album, I think you'd understand what I mean. So when I saw that they released their fourteenth studio 14. album this year, oh my god, I was like. Okay, so they're still going strong. Love that. Um, And I listened to it, and I was pleasantly surprised because the entire thing is backed by an orchestra, like a live orchestra, which is insane. Beautiful. To think about. And everything was recorded with analog equipment, which is also insane in this day and age. Um, So this song, I think, is actually technically the single from this album. And I was really, really surprised when I heard it because... First of all, it's actually quite, like, serious subject matter, which they're not known for (laughs) at all. all. (laughs) Um, And it's this really sort of, like, deep sort of thinking about, you know, your beliefs and who you are and why, like, why you're bothered by certain things that really shouldn't be bothering you, that sort of thing. But the cool thing is the strings just really emphasize the message in a really beautiful way. Like, they're so, so beautiful and... I even, like, when sort of, like, the end of the chorus, there's this line that sort of underpins it all, and it says, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And that, like, I don't know, the first time I heard it, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Because the strings came in, and I was just like, there's so much passion in his voice. Yeah. I was like, what? Why am I enjoying this? (laughs) It's so interesting, because, like, the strings are gorgeous, Mm. and then, like, there's a bit where, like, the horns come in. Yeah. Sort of triumphant, like, but melancholy sort of bit and then just like like the title line like all my favorite songs are Mm. slow and sad like that's me to a t yep (laughs) like i just yes 100 but yeah i just it's so crazy to yeah think that this 38 piece orchestra like is on a weezer album (laughs) 
<laughs> like of all things. Of all things, yeah. So strange. This is so where strange. we've landed. Yeah. Um. This is what 2020 has ended it with. You know, we've started the new year with Weezer having an orchestra back yeah. in them, and That's you know it. what? I gotta say, I love it, and I'm here for it. Good on him. <laughs> so exactly. <laughs> Quite honestly. So that is my caught my ear for this week. All my favorite songs by Weezer. Maddie, over to you. Alrighty. So my caught my ear is vastly different. Yes. Um, it's called The Patriots by Aoni. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'd know that I've talked about Aoni before. Um, absolutely incredible vocalist. Mm. Beautiful. Amazing. All of those fabulous words. Um, and so this song is very, very different to a lot of her, um, other music. Um, so she's sort of known for like her, cause she's, um, I think she's from the Caribbean somewhere. Um, that's her like ancestry. Um, and she's sort of got a lot of like Island vibe mm. pop music. It's very great. Please listen to it. But this song is, um, a really, really, really big change of pace. It's, it was released, I think, right after the Capitol riots, um, and it's basically this, like, protest ballad kind of thing, um, all about, you know, like, the main line is, um, like, if, you know, if hate is what I need, I don't want to be a patriot, essentially. Mm. So it's all of these, you know, things, like, relating to the situation in America at the moment and, you know, all of these people who claim to love their country and, you know, they, they pray all the time about, um, you know, like helping those in need and Mm. things like that. And it's just like, what, what has that come to where you feel the need to, you know, storm, (laughs) storm the Capitol, like, you know, chant about stopping, like the count for like the presidency of just like absolutely wrecking what their whole country is built on like yep. democracy mm. like it's just it's a really really heavy song but it's incredibly done mm. like the lyrics and just the vocals are like astronomically good and i yeah when i heard it like you can't like listen to this song doing other stuff like you have to just sit down and like take it all in because it's so heavy but it's beautiful yeah it's it's such an incredible song and we always talk about with these kind of songs how like you just said you really need to sit down and give it all your attention because it deserves it it truly does not just with the lyrics but in the instrumentation as well like it's so well put together and i really think in this case like the instrumentation really sort of plays that message even more like it really supports it and encourages it and I think that is like one of the most beautiful things about music is that when you're able to make the lyrics and the music work so well together that it just feels so in sync and so perfect like and I really really think that that's been achieved here and of course like the lyrics they're very heavy and it is I guess hard to listen to in a way because it's so like brutally honest yeah and i think it needs to be and but it's done in such a succinct way it's incredible and you can hear like the passion in her voice Mm. about what she's saying and like because it's something that is so you know like it's really really topical at the moment and there's a lot happening and it sort of feels like everything's a bit out of control yeah 
And yeah, this song is just, yeah, it's heavy, but it's beautiful. So please listen to it. It's called The Patriots by Aoni. Um, so normally this is where we would wrap up the podcast, but we have some recommendations Yay! for you guys. I'm so excited. So um, this one comes from the guys over at the Mere Mortals podcast. Um, so they've been really awesome supporters of um, us and we love what they do. Um, so apparently they've been listening to the song Just the Two of Us yes. by Grover Washington Jr. featuring Bill Withers. That's been their go-to track at the moment and it's a classic if you haven't heard it before i don't know what you're doing with your life like, yeah <laughs> surely you've heard this song by now it's released in the 80s absolutely amazing track so so cool and it's you know it's obviously like we just talked about a really important song and i think this is a good palate cleanser to yeah know, sort of <laughs> get back to something a little bit more positive and as we always need it and i think this is such like everything about this song is just incredible like the jazz of it all is oh just it's beautiful incredible like as a musician like hearing hearing anything with jazz influences is just just give me every saxophone a hundred percent to me 100%. i love the sax and like i was saying um you know i don't i don't know if we've mentioned this before but back in high school manny and i we were in a band and i was like this would have been perfect to cover in that yep. band like <laughs> it's just such a it's just such a like smooth sultry kind of song but it's such it brings such good vibes as well yeah that's true it's got that really like sultry vibe to it but at the same time you just kind of want to like move and groove yeah just like sing along to it and like just just sort of like click your fingers and Mm. it's so it's got like this it's just so infectious i think that's like that's what i think is really really awesome about like music made in like the 80s and all that sort of stuff it's so like it it sits with you mm-hmm. for ages rather than like you know this sort of like one hit wonder pop stuff that seems to be super super popular at the moment obviously it's mm. pop, popular anyway um but yeah like it's just really really sticks with you and it's like traveled you know yeah for 40 years now which is oh my god <laughs> I was about to I was about to say 30 years it's been 40 years wow um anyway. <laughs> that's crazy but yeah it's a really really good song thanks for the recommendation thank you. guys um and thank you all for listening if you've got through the whole podcast this far um you can check us out on Spotify Apple Google Podcasts Castbox wherever you get your podcast fix and you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that is where you can send us your recommendations, just like they did. And yep. please, like, we, like, you know, this song is a song from the 80s. Like, it is probably... Like, it doesn't have to be a new release. It, it really doesn't. Be, it can be some classical piece that was released in the 1600s. And I don't care. that would be awesome, I by will the way. listen to it. I will. <laughs> please. Like, we... We're, we're daring you all. Yes. We will <laughs> listen to anything. Like, that's, you know, why we have this section is yep. to hear what you guys are listening to or what you're vibing with at the moment and just have a conversation about it yeah exactly and you can also let us know what you thought about the songs that we talked about whether you agree or disagree we'd love to hear any and all your thoughts but until then we'll see you guys on monday for a brand new episode bye guys see ya